0: I knew what he was getting at straight away. Do you know what I mean? Like, listen, I've had grillings off Pep going, what are you doing in there? Like, get back out of here, like, stick to the game plan, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, like, you can't fault him. Like, look at his, look at his CV. Do <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? He's won everything. So, what, what do, what do you say? To you yeah?
1: like, ah, fair enough, yeah.
0: The official Manchester City podcast.
2: Nadal Jack Grealish is joining us today. This is somebody we've wanted. For a while,
1: what you expect in from Jack? I'm thing I'm expecting the same as say we would see after a game where he's very open, he's very honest. You know, he's very relaxed. And you know, he says things that you know most of the players wouldn't, but not in a controversial way. Just in a very open way. Because I think for most people, when a microphone's in their face, they sort of close up because they just want to get out of there. Whereas for him, I think he tends to sort of bed in just start talking and talking and talking and he just gives you gold and I think it's one of the big reasons why people like him so much. Yeah, he's
2: very unaffected, isn't he? Which is very rare in the game these days. I think he just, yeah, he's totally himself all the time, even when the cameras are on, which is what's made him a bit of a very engaging character. You know, when I talk to people who don't even like football, they know who Jack Grealish is, which is is interesting, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. That ability to sort of transcend what you actually do I think it then makes a big difference when you do it in a way which is positive. Yeah. You know I think for lots of people you hear about the some that are outspoken but like a controversial way tearing people down. Whereas Jack I think his love for football and the way he speaks about it is what connects him to the everyday person on the street. Somebody playing on a street corner somewhere had the same dreams that he does except Jack's lived them but he talks about it from the perspective of someone that did start in that same position that you're in right now and I think that there is one of his biggest qualities off the field
2: he's also a very good footballer and he he really showed that particularly last season second half of last season I thought he was amazing and by the end of the season he was one of Pep's most trusted players wasn't he
1: yeah he certainly was you know and I think In my eyes, and this could be completely wrong. I think as the season progresses, you see lots of rotations, but when it's the business end, you start to see the same teams start to arrive, especially for those big games. And that's when you find the most excitement and most disappointment, because for some, they realize that, you know, they're not currently in that starting 11, but then for others, you realize that you've been given the nod to address the most important part of the season. And he, alongside Rodri and a few others, were key at that point away, if they didn't play well, your know, City on, it would have, would have been less likely that they ended up winning an historic treble. Okay,
2: but well let's do this. Here it is our interview with Jack Grealish on the official Manchester City podcast. And what a start! First attack Jack Grealish! Wonderful ball into the box and City within seconds are ahead of Molyneux. With every guests that we have on we start right at the beginning and say how did you first get into football and what was life growing up in birmingham like for jack Grealish?" well i can't really remember much obviously i
0: was only young but um you know from what my my parents tell me everything was just revolved around you know like even like a little pair of socks and that you'd just be kicking it around the house just everything was was uh related to football you know, since I was like two, three, four, you know, I was always just kicking a football around. And yeah, I just, I don't know, I just loved football. You know, everything from from being at school to like being after school, coming home. And luckily, you know, I had quite a big garden at home. Always had like goalposts and stuff in the garden with a fair few footballs. So yeah, just everything just revolved around football and it was always something that I just, you know, loved. Did you love it because you were good at it? yeah probably you know i've always you know anyone that knows me you know my family my missus and stuff will always say i'm the worst learner in the world really Honestly, like yeah like like obviously i'm trying to learn how to dj
1: but i just can't do it now because i'm not good at it i just i'm not why can't how I can you to learn dj It basically does it for itself though
0: yeah nah i know but like even like obviously dj not even just dj but like even like learning Spanish, for example, like I wanted to do that, but I just, because I can't do it. I'm just like, I'd love to be able to cook and stuff like that. Like, and I just can't. Like, and I just, I'm the worst learner in the world. So yeah, luckily I was good at football and um and it was something that I loved. So it just, yeah, I felt like it come natural. And then, yeah, I just loved it, fell in love with it.
2: Was there a moment at all um, when you thought to yourself, I can make a career out of this? Was there a particular moment on a pitch or someone, a co- something a coach said to you or where you just thought, you know what, I've got a, I've got a chance here?
0: Probably, like, this is obviously growing up, do you know what I mean? Like, when you're, like, 13, 14, you know, you have agents and, and your parents and coaches saying, you know, don't get, like, too ahead of yourself, basically. But then it was probably, you know, all, all the other guys in my age group, you know, you used to come out of school and stuff, like, one, two days a week. And then it was, I think it was like at the end of year nine, at the start of year 10, so I must have been like 14, 15, where Villa said to me, you know, we want to take you out of school like full time. Um, And obviously I was getting tutored then at Villa, an hour, well, I think it was like an hour and a half a day. Um, But then I was only like 14, 15, you know, I was with with the scholars like the under 17s, under 18s, like full time. And then that was when, yeah, I thought, you know, for them to be asking me to come out of school full time and just get chewed at Villa, and
1: um, yeah, that was when I thought, yeah, I could. were they hostile to you or were they nice to you? Like seeing this young kid that's been jumping ahead of everyone else, like the scholars.
0: Nah, do you know what? They were good, you know. They were good. Do you know what? I still speak to a lot of a lot of people that I played with and and that were a few years older than me. You know, it's it, it's crazy because you look back now and you think. You know, like you think, ah, oh, as if I'm playing with this player, you know yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know when you're like 14 and yeah, you used to yeah. look at the under-18s yeah, and yeah, they used yeah. to they're be the like, stars there, yeah, yeah they were the stars up, yeah. and, and um, yeah, you used to look at them and think, oh, like, crazy. Do you know what I mean? And now, and now I'm looking, I think, like, like, a lot of them aren't really playing football anymore, do you know what I mean? And it's crazy. Uh, it's mad um like you know i had players that were getting bought for like fifty, sixty thousand from my like other clubs and that at the age of like 17 and i was just like you know like like you said yeah they were the stars um and and now a lot of them you know aren't really playing anymore um so yeah no nah, but you know what like, there was always good with me honestly like the 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 old lads you know that they didn't like you know, I think, oh, who's this kid like? Do you know what I mean? You know, sometimes you get that like yeah, tough yeah, yeah, yeah. that tough love. But nah, honestly, they were all they were always good with me.
2: What was Villa like as a as a learning ground for you? I mean, obviously you were there for a long time, but they looked after you well and, you know, the, the level was high. It must have been a must have been a good time to be there, young player.
0: Yeah, uh no, nah, they were brilliant with me. I remember training with the first team for the first time. I was fourteen. Um, Sorry what He's just rolled off His tongue like it's not. 14 I was 14 training with the first team Yeah yeah I was 14 Honestly when I trained With the first team For the first time And there was like Shay giving in goal Wow Steve and yeah, I Obviously yeah, no you Steve, know Steve yeah. 14 um, That's wild Yeah Darren Bent um, And I always remember There was a photo Like obviously There was a photographer there And I was in In the back of one of the photos And I was buzzing I had this yellow the, A yellow kit on Like a yellow training kit um, and I think Darren Ben was like shooting or something I was just in the back of it. I'm sure it was like my display picture on like social media <laughs> for a while. Obviously back then, like this was like 10 years ago, we didn't even have Instagram and like, I'm sure it was just MySpace. Yeah, MySpace, yeah, um, Sure your age there. Yeah, uh, but no, I, I remember, yeah, just obviously training with the first team and listen, I loved it, you know what I mean? Like I was a, I was a Villa fan and um, I was doing so well at the time. and. Yeah, I just obviously I remember I remember for the first time obviously getting I remember I hit the post as well in the training session. It's mad, do you know what I mean? Like when you just remember things certain like certain stuff. Yeah. I didn't score in the training session in, in the training session. But yeah, I remember hitting the post and I remember like having a yellow kit on. I remember, you know, Stevie Island, Fabian Delph, Darren Bent, Shay Given, um yeah, obviously Gabby Abonore, you know, I just remember certain bits from and so Gabby so was right. nice to you, yeah? Yeah, Gabby was sound, you know, because like, you know what Gabby's like, he just loved bad, yeah. yeah and, like, yeah. and because obviously I was a Brummie as well, he used to just try and... Gabby used to try and, like, get me to say stuff to other people, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, he'd try yeah. and, like, yeah, just yeah, stitch yeah, yeah. me up and, like, he'd never, like, like, be a div to me. He was sound, Gabby was. Um
1: And Gabby's, you know, one of them people as well that I still speak to to this day. Do you think... um it's a good thing or a bad thing overall playing for the team that you support
0: no I think it's good I think um, I think you get a lot more love off the fans and a lot more what's the word
1: like um, the expectations almost higher as well would you say
0: no nah, I think it's the other way I'd, from fans, you think yeah, yeah. Give, you more, give you more room to yeah, yeah yeah give more room and because I don't know I I feel like because you've come through the ranks and um They want they want you to make it, don't they, they? want you to make it and because you've not cost a penny or do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like, yeah, like I don't know, at times at Villa like I could have a few bad games and it'd be all right, but say I don't know, who was who else was a winger, Al Ghazi or yeah. Trezeguet who had come for like ten million, fifteen million. If they had a few bad games, it'd be like, nah, do you know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, growing up at a club, um, and you being like one of their own, I feel like you get a lot more love and a lot more, um, yeah, a lot more. What's the word like? Chances, opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Chances, like opportunities. yeah. Yeah.
2: So when you came to City, there's this theory that with players working under Pep, it takes them a year to really get going. On the pitch, that would look to be the case with you, because obviously last season you were absolutely superb, and it looked like you'd you'd really kind of kicked on. Do you think there's any truth in that? Um, that with Pep, it, his ideas and what he wants you to do, it takes a while for it to to bed in before you really see the best of someone. Yeah, do you know what I think it is? I think because Pep's lot so demanding
0: as a manager. Like and he wants you to like stay in certain positions and like I feel like the game against Newcastle the other day, like for example, that is just a prime example for me of like how good he is, do you know what I mean? Like you, you see uh Newcastle the week before and they battered Villa fight far- well, they didn't batter Villa yeah. but score the yeah. score line, you know, says it. But obviously if you watch the game, they didn't really batter them but I remember speaking to John McGinn after, and he was like, bro, he was like, the way they press, he was like, it's crazy, blah, blah, blah. But then, Pep just, like, will sit there, I'm like, he don't tell me this, but I'm guessing, he sits there in his room, and he's like, right, what am I going to do here to, like, surprise them? And then, they tried pressing us the other day, and they couldn't, do you know what I mean? Like, I know we only won 1-0, but, like... Yeah, I don't know. But he's so demanding. He tells you to stay in certain positions. Like the other day, obviously, against Newcastle, like for the first time ever in build-up, he wanted me to be like a left-back. Like usually like um, he says to me, right, get up the pitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like wingers up here, Erling in the middle. But he was like to me, come all the way down. He goes, I want you like a left-back in build-up. So I was like, right, like left-back. And that's what I mean. You've got to do it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, for example, for me, before Villa, Dean Smith would be like, right, go and do whatever you want. Like, no, I trust you. If you feel like the Wheat links, the right back, come on the left. If you feel like the Wheat links, the left back, go and play on the right. If you feel like, you know, you find gaps in the middle, go in the middle. Whereas
1: Pep, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I go in the middle, you'll probably be seeing him like, no. Hey, yeah. when say if he says to you go and play left back or go and start left back do you ask him why or will he tell you why or do you just do it nah because I,
0: yeah obviously I don't want to give too much away in these, oh, in sorry, these yeah, because of course, like yeah, obviously mind. do you know what I mean don't, like, tell
1: us, don't tell us the why but like how nah he but do I mean it? like
0: obviously you might want to use them tactics again against another team do you know what I mean so okay. he'll just look at stuff and be like right you know I'll put Jack there because but you'll know the reason though yeah, yeah, I know that. I knew the reason straight. I didn't even have to ask him. I just, I knew what he was getting at straight away. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, yeah, obviously he knows what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? But I would never afford yeah, that. Yeah, do, do you yeah. think
2: you'd have got that reason when you first walked through the door at the football club in
0: your first month or
1: two? First understood it.
0: Uh, nah, because, like I said, I, I'd been at Villa for three years before. On listen, I was playing like brilliant football and stuff but that's what I was used to like to go in and everywhere and listen I've had grillings off Pep going ah, what are you doing in there like get back out of here like stick to the game plan. blah 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 but you know you can't fault him like look at his look at his <laughs> CV <laughs> you know? I mean he's won everything so <laughs> what, what do you say, you
2: yeah. say ah, fair enough, what, yeah. what clicked for you last season then do you think because your performances seemed to turbo charge at one point didn't they was there, was there something that you can put your finger on
0: no, nah, I I feel like with me, I'm a big confidence player. You know, when I feel loved and, um, I don't know. I come back from the I come back from the, the World Cup, and my first game was against Leeds, and I had a honking first half, man. I, I should have scored like a few. I should have scored like twice, I think. And then I, I remember sitting there at half-time and I was thinking, "Oh God, Lord, honestly." And I went out second half and then I got two assists for Erling, both of them. And um, I don't know, after that then, like obviously then I didn't play, I think about a week later against Chelsea. And then I come on, me and Riyad, we come on at the same time and I got the assist for Riyad. And then I started to get like, you know, more goal involvement and uh, I don't know, I just felt like I was playing well in myself and... The manager was picking me you know in big games like arsenal at home in the cup arsenal away um tottenham away tottenham at home and i don't know I, I just i felt the love off him but not by him saying i need you and stuff i felt the love off him just because he was playing me do you know what i mean in all these big games like it's all right the manager going to you like oh yeah jack you're so important to the team but then he comes on a saturday and you're not playing and then you think yeah, you're definitely just saying that. Do you know what I mean? But with him, he, he weren't saying anything to me. But then he was playing me. In it. Like It's like, like for me, last season, the most important month of the whole season was April. I remember we had nine games. And I remember like City do like, a little like thing going this month. And then it had all the games. And I was thinking, oh, like, nine games. Do you know what I mean? That's like a game every three, four days. We had like Bayern Munich at home, Bayern Munich away. And I remember City put something up on like Twitter or Instagram and it was like, oh, what, would you, what results would you want from this month? I remember sitting there thinking, imagine winning like nine of them. Imagine that. But bearing in mind, we had like Liverpool on the 1st of April. We had Arsenal on like the 20-something. We had Bayern Munich away, Bayern Munich at home. Um We had tough games, man. And then... You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure I was the only player to start all nine games. I think Erling started like eight. I think Erling started most of them, but he didn't play against Liverpool, did he? Because Julian started, because he was injured after the international break. But yeah, even like in the cup, for example, we played um, Sheffield United in the the semifinal at Wembley. And I thought, oh, maybe he's going to rest me and stuff. But he played me, rested like Edison, rested Rodri, um, but I don't know. I just felt like a love from him, and I felt like he trusted me. And listen, I I, I felt like I I give back to him really. And then obviously I got a little injury and was out for like what two weeks towards the end of the season. Um, and then yeah, I come back and I remember I trained Thursday, Friday, and then played in it was it the final on the yeah yeah the final was on the Saturday so I played the Thursday and the Friday and then played on the Saturday against against Manu. um when I didn't feel fit at all because listen I'd only trained for two days but yeah I just I don't know I felt like I love off him and do you know what I mean I felt wanted I felt like
2: I don't know yeah and you're very very much part of the team then aren't you you know any really- like you say if you're playing every game, that's the clearest message a manager can send to a player, isn't it that you are a big part of what we're doing, yeah, because uh, listen, a lot of managers do come
0: out and just back listen it, if a manager bought someone for a certain amount, wouldn't it? the majority of the time, unless you just
1: unless you know, like, really in train time, yeah. enough he's gonna
0: he's gonna back it, do you know what I mean like in the press and all that, and I feel like that is nice, but it, it don't really if you're not playing, do you know what I mean? What good is him like coming out and just backing you, but then you're not playing, do you know what I mean? But then for him to just keep playing me and, and not even just saying stuff in the press, do you know what I mean? He didn't, he wasn't going, oh yeah, Jack's been brilliant. He didn't really speak about me, but I knew every week that I was going to play. And listen, I, I think the only way I could repay him was the, yeah, the performances. I felt like that April, um, That April time was probably the best moment of my city career, really. Amazing.
2: What about your family's reaction to winning the treble? Because obviously this is the holy grail of football. It's the biggest achievement. You've done it. What was your what was your family's reaction? Yeah, no,
0: obviously it was quite emotional, do you know what I mean? Because then obviously you see my interview after the game and Yeah, I don't know. It was just like Like, you know, like when you're a kid, yeah. You you grow up and you just for me anyway, I know I know people nowadays might go, Yeah, I wanna win the World Cup when they're like four, five, six, but it's quite unrealistic in it, do you know what I mean? But for me, all I ever wanted to do was play in the first team for Aston Villa. And then once like I seen that I could do that, then I go to the next one. Do you know what I mean? It was never like to me, oh, right, I want to play in a World Cup from when I was young. All I ever wanted to do was play for Villa. And then when I was playing for Villa, I was like, because obviously when I started playing, playing well and stuff, I was in the championship and I was like, do you know what? I want to be captain of this team. And I remember saying it to the manager, I says, I want to be captain. And then I started, then I was captain. And then I was like, nah, I want to get Villa promoted. I want to be playing in the Premier League as the main man for Villa. And then we got promoted. And then I was like, nah, I want to play for England. So then I wanted to play for England, and then you know once you play for England, and then you know you go to the Euros. Then I'm like, no, I need to start winning stuff now. I want to I want to win stuff, and then obviously when City, you know, were interested in me, it was a, it was a no-brainer. You know, to play under a manager and play with this group of players, and um, and yeah, just I don't know, just that was just in my in my head then thinking oh, I want to win stuff, and then. The first year, I just wanted to win the Prem, honestly. I swear, if you said to me in the first year you can even win the Champions League or the Prem, I would have said Prem because I'd never touched the Premier League, you know what I mean? And I was like, and that's why I had all that emotion, you know. And even though I didn't play, play much in the, in my first year or play that well, I don't know, it was just, it was so special, man, that first Premier League. And um, then the next year, yeah, especially after the World Cup, when I started playing, I was like, because you got to remember in April, in April, we were in the we were in the semi final of the of the FA Cup. We were second in the league, and we was in like the quarter final of the of the um, Champions League. And I was thinking, if someone said to me, "Right, you ain't winning the Prem, you ain't winning the FA Cup, but you can take the Champions League now," I, I would have been like,
2: "Yeah." Do you know what I mean? You just snatched their hand off.
0: I think yeah, I, yeah, I would I have. Snatched, point. I would have. If someone says you can win two trophies out of the three, I would have snatched their hand off straight. I would have said, "Yeah." One and I'll take two now and then do you know what I mean we ended up winning three it was just like written in the stars and and listen my family know how hard I've worked my whole life and um how dedicated I am to to football it's you know, it's all I've ever known it's the only thing that I'm really good at like they said I love like I'm such like a family person and stuff but football wise yeah it's all I've ever known really do you know what I mean it's just He's just playing football so to to win the shuttle, man. It
2: was, yeah, it was emotional, innit? You've become known for someone who is very comfortable in interviews on camera after games because a lot of footballers will go out and deliver cliches and all that kind of stuff whereas you've got this reputation. I think you and uh, James Madison's got something similar whereby you're just yourself on camera. Could you ever imagine a career beyond football where you work in the media or is that not for you? No, it's not. Do
0: you know what it is? Like, even now, like, I sit here and like when I just feel comfortable speaking with people, I probably say stuff sometimes that I shouldn't even say. Do you know what I mean? Like my mom says to me, like, "What are you saying that for, Jack?" Like, do you know what I mean? Because I just feel comfortable and I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like I'm just chatting. You know what I mean? As if like using my pals, but yeah, like after my career, I, I don't know. I, I've never it's a long re- way away though, yeah, but no, don't it's worry about it. No, it's a long way away, but, No, it's something that like obviously you think about do you know what I mean I'm 27 I'd love to play for like another 8 years or whatever I'd love to play till I'm like 35 36 but I think after my career I wouldn't like I don't know I wouldn't maybe like doing stuff like this is, is nice do you know what I mean but but like being on like TV and just like Caning people
1: and stuff like that. Nah. No, that's that's Gabby. You know I- that's Gabby. You don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing.
0: <laughs> no, but it's just not for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, listen, I'm like, I feel like nowadays, like for me anyway, I think I didn't play like years ago. But I feel like nowadays it is a bit harder to play. Only because not not to play, sorry, but to be a footballer because everything you do you just get like you, you make a few bad passes and then you're like you're on Monday Night Football and the are caning like, you yeah circles on you yeah got the tactics yeah out. And, and I'm like do you know what I mean imagine like if that was like that like 20 years ago do you know what I mean like they didn't even like, like a to, disaster yeah so like, I, f- I do feel like it's harder and, and listen I've I've been there so many times especially since I've come to City like where people are caning me and I'm thinking like what are you doing like What's the point in that? And it's not nice, do you know what I mean? So I'd never... Does it I'd hurt? Never...
2: Or do, do you get a thick skin over time, do you think? Does it, Or does it, does it genuinely nah, I, hurt? you get a
0: thick skin, yeah. Like now, I I don't... Like I have Instagram. Because so I feel like on Instagram, you can't really see a lot. I feel like Twitter is... Brutal. Oh, mate. It's the what? It, it's like good to like know what's going on in the world. But, mate, for like... If you're a footballer mate he's carnage honestly and I'm just like I would like deleted it or I did like I, I like, deleted it off my phone um obviously I still have Twitter but um yeah it's like Instagram it's just like photos and stuff in it but where Twitter like even if you don't want to see it you go you just you like on your news feed and then you press like notifications
1: it's and just then there. Straight, it's there even if you don't want to see you're like oh and then you go back and you like, What's he saying? it's weird Twitter is weird you know like if you think about it imagine someone random just walking into this place now just telling you what they're thinking and just walking off Yeah, like that's just normal you know what I mean that's just, just the way the platform works what What do you think kind of such and such is this ah, come on leave it be
2: listening to what Jack said there do, do you feel lucky that you played
1: when you did because it it is more intense now, it's different it? it's definitely different but I think it goes in line with the world as well I think younger people overall are more online they're more connected to more people and I think you can find the good sides of it and the bad sides like your biggest fan might be somewhere in Asia and they might be able to speak to you. Whereas from back in the day, you're never going to know that person. You know what I mean?
0: No, I do agree with that. Like there's, there's good yeah, and bad, you know what I mean? like,
1: especially because it's football, bad it can get so toxic because it's so tribal. Like people want to talk about stuff all the time, even when nobody's asked them. And most of the time when people talk, they prefer to talk negatively because it's easy for them to do. You know what I mean? Giving someone praise or is, is like, you know, someone might do it. But if someone thinks uh, especially because people could be betting on you, people could have you in a fantasy yeah, Premier yeah. League. You know what I mean? They might dislike the team you play for. They might think you should have scored a chance. So they just like, just let it all go because they don't think you're a real person. Because you're, what you're doing is like on a TV. So you might as well be like a character on a TV show as opposed to the real person that you are. You know what I mean? Another
2: thing I think you've become known for as well is someone who's got a really good heart, very empathetic Person. We saw the video after the Super Cup with you know stopping with a visually impaired girl, the stuff you work you did with Finley last year, ambassador for the Special Olympics. It's this this is like really altruistic, amazing stuff. Where do you think that comes from for, for, for you? Because it's not necessarily the norm for all um, footballers. Just my family. Like, it's just yeah. where I've been brought up, like
0: I don't know, like yeah, just like my dad, my mum, do you know what I mean? They're so like listen, everyone says like their their own parents, you know, I've got a good heart and stuff, but like they actually have honestly, like, you know, there'll be times where like say like I'm I'm I don't know, I'm down or or whatever. Say I've not played well and I'm sitting in my box after a game, my dad will just walk in with like I don't know, a little kid that he's just sitting in the toilet with a grealish tent up on. And I'll be like, Dad, and he's like, nah, come on, son, like, come on, bless him, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, Bigger picture things yeah, Or yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dad would think, nah, like, this kid's in there, like, it mean the world to him, you know what I mean, just to come in. Like, I've had times, like, where, like, not long ago, like, my we had a spare box ticket, and my dad, like, never lets anything go to waste, you know, because, like, you get the food and everything, like, people would just, like, leave their families with, like, six people in the box, even though it's for ten... And we had nine people in there. And then my dad was just outside the outside the, the ground. And some some fan from Ireland come over to watch um, City for the first ever time. My dad went up to him and was like, you all right, mate? And he was like, yeah. And bearing in mind, I'm playing. Do you know what I mean? So I didn't know what was going on. And he's gone up to him and went, oh, you all right, mate? He went, yeah, yeah. And he, and he was must have been looking at my dad thinking, what are you, what are you doing? And he went, no, you're going to game? And he was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, off. Over from my island to watch it. I flew in this morning. Um, and my dad went, I'm Jack Grealish's dad. And I think the guy, like, didn't really believe it. And he was like, If you want to come into the box upstairs, and he was like, You can meet Jack and stuff after. And I think the guy was like, What? Like, <laughs> he's getting kidnapped, yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought like something was going on, and then yeah, like, he spent the day in my box, and you know, just little stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, i like, and I feel like that's just stayed with me, like like even sometimes like when I'm out for food and stuff and like people come up to me and stuff like even my family members sometimes like not my mum and dad but like a lot of other family will be like well they're not just like leave your jacket until after your meal and I'm like nah no all right like do you know what I mean I just I just think black I think it's because as well I've been in I've been in their shoes I, I was that fan that would wait outside the, the the training ground and you know tried to get everything signed I remember I sent like a big long letter to Stylian Petrov before. Like I it myself and stuff like when I was like 12 or something. Top player to be fair. He's yeah, great. He is, yeah, really good. And, I was, and he's another one that I'm really close with, you know, to this day. And yeah, I, I just feel like, yeah, part of it's because of my family. Well, my mum and dad, you know, the way I've been brought up. And then, yeah, and then I think the other half is because I feel like I've been there, do you know what I
2: mean? Yeah. We've got a few questions that we ask all of our guests. The first one is, if you've could, if you've got a magic wand, you can change one thing about football, make it better, what would it be? Um, and not necessarily a rule on the pitch can be anything to do with the mm. game.
1: Two, po- two, two goals if it's outside the box. Everyone get booked every time they foul you. Wasn't that Carnage, mate. But you've just got one. Nah, spaces you know on
0: you? what? I just I'm not even to do with football, like on the pitch, just
1: to get rid of social media. Rico said exactly the same said, thing. Everyone saw that, yeah. I went to Daphne. What he stuck a hand out. Rico said that, yeah? exactly the
2: same thing before, and I thought that was a fantastic exactly answer. Exactly the same, yeah. Yeah, and he said exactly the same thing as you that he just thinks it's it's just a negative energy that is is not good for the game. Basically, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, th- that's what I'd say. What was the last thing you binged? Netflix, an album, a book, whatever it might be?
0: Oh, it's a... The Idris Elba one. Um, the Idris Elba thing on
2: the plane. What's it called? Hijack. Hijack. Okay. Top. And what question would you ask our next guest? We don't know who it is yet. We know they're connected to City. We want you to leave them. Is it a player? Could be. Could be. Might not be. Might I'm not asked. be. What do you like about me? What do you like about Jack Grealish? Right, what a so narcissist. The, so, unbelievable so, so, the, so the question that was left from our last guest, which was Rico so Lewis, jump
1: in. it'll be funny when the answer's nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it will. I don't be. like him at all. Yeah, I don't carry on. Sorry. What was, <laughs> what was R-
2: Rico's question for Jack? I forgot. He said,
1: "Who is your favourite artist?" Because he was talking about music, and he said music represents who you are as a person, like what you listen to. Nah, I don't agree with that. That's what he, that's what he was saying. Because, See me, yeah, I like
0: every different type of music. Like I like house, I like R and B.
1: Why? I used to like uh, why though does it give you good memories of like places you've been and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So that is representing who you are though. Because you're in places where It gives me a lot of good
0: memories, man. Like I like if I if I went through most of my songs it reminds me of something. Like whether it be like a night out, a holiday with my family, a holiday with my missus. I don't know, just every song reminds me of something. Yeah, so he's, he's kind of right then, because it does represent who you are a little bit. Yeah, no, re- yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? You could say so, but yeah, I just, I like everything, make me, honestly, like 80s, 90s. Okay. Like cheesy music, house, R&B, but I do
1: like a house now. Oh, because that's what you're DJing, isn't it? Is that what, try what you're trying to DJ? Try that's a starter pack, that's literally step one to DJ, that? 120 BPM to try and match and what we've all been there post playing career could be DJing then couldn't it that could be if anything about it we could do it at the same time as playing yeah you could be in charge of music at the dressing room now it was it not in charge it was in me. charge is
2: it yeah yeah right Jack Grealish thank you very much for joining us on the Man City podcast no worries cheers boys really enjoyed it thank you and it's- City fans, erupt with joy and that will mean the absolute world to him and Pep Guardiola. The official Manchester City podcast
0: with Rob Pollard and Nader Manua.
2: I really enjoyed that, he was very
1: open as we expected him to be. Very much so. Any standout moments for you there? Again, the honesty you almost expect it but then you never really know how he's going to describe it. I like the fact that you know, he talks about what he was like as a young player. I didn't realise he was training with the first team at 14. No, I didn't either. That's outrageous. I wanted to
2: ask him, but we were, we we're kind of running out of time. Like, was he a big 14er? Because, I mean, he wouldn't have put me with men at 14, I can tell you that.
1: Yeah. Um, he's just, he's, the talent was there. And I think physically he must have been able to like defend himself as well, otherwise you would never get the nod. But again, he just has a way of talking about football from the perspective of someone who always dreamt of being there. And I think once you start playing most people, you just think about it as if this is all you've ever done. But that connection to the past is a thing that kind of in some ways fuels his future. Whether it's case of he wants to play for Villa, wants to be captain, he wants to be the captain for Villa in the Premier League, he wants to win a Premier League, he wants to win a Champions League. Like everything's stage by stage and I think those people that say, "Oh, you know, I want to, as he said there, I want to win a World Cup. When you're like 12 years old, you say you want to win a World Cup. About a thousand steps. I was going to say, there. you're getting
2: a bit ahead of yourself, aren't exactly,
1: you? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a dream. Whereas for him, each thing is a logical step, and I think that sort of dictates the way dictates the way that he um, looks at football. I loved
2: the honesty about you know him needing love or, or needing to feel love, and not necessarily an armour on the shoulder and being told you're brilliant, but actually feeling part of the team. And the more he felt part of being in the City Eleven the better his performance is and the more he was delivering.
1: 100%. I think when you see someone bed into a team and play week in, week out, that's when you'll see their best football. Unfortunately, not everyone's afforded that opportunity, but for Jackie got it and he was a key part of it. He was one of the names on that team sheet which he could have written in ink and just moved on throughout the rest of the game to game. You know, it was him, it was Rodri and a few others. And like, we got a chance to see his true potential and I think what goes under the radar that won't get discussed is that him playing last season? That's the best football he's ever played. Because for other people, that the feel they think about the transfer fee, you think about how City's a different animal, this, that, and the other. He had one of the best months, months of his career in the season where his team won a treble. Like someone doesn't need to say that for him to acknowledge that's what's happened. And you know, how could you not have confidence going to the next game when you know you're a big part of uh, what came before?
2: Yeah, he was a huge part of uh, our treble, which of course is you know, the ultimate achievement, uh, the holy grail in football. So he's got a hell of a lot to be proud of. And I'm really looking forward to watching him uh, continue to develop because I think, you know, he touched on some of the stuff there tactically that Pep does and the demands that Pep puts on him. That's making him a better player all the time. Yeah, it? I
1: think we almost accidentally last mentioned retirement until he said he was 27. I was like, what are we talking about? You know, for as good as he is today, as he understands the game more understands himself and understands the system and gets more experience playing football because in the grand scheme of things he's not played that much Premier League football before you know it like his best years are going to be ahead of him and I can't wait to see what that looks like given how important he is for this club right now Well that's an exciting prospect that's all we've got time for on this
2: episode of the official Manchester City podcast don't forget to like and subscribe wherever it is you do your podcast listening and please do send us some messages as well if you've got questions suggestions for future guests anything of that nature feel free to contact us but until next time take care of one another and join us again soon
0: the official manchester city podcast subscribe and follow now so you never
2: miss
1: an episode